In fighting the COVID-19 pandemic in Pennsylvania, Governor Tom Wolf has shut down all sorts of businesses that he has deemed non-essential. I caught up with David Taylor of the Pennsylvania Manufacturers Association to discuss how the governor has handled and mishandled this crisis. Welcome to Brews and Views. I'm Matt Briette, President and CEO of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. We have a bit of a different show for this episode. Uh, given the coronavirus, COVID-19 shutdown here in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and we're going to be talking about that from uh, the perspective of manufacturers and folks whose businesses have been uh, severely uh, affected and harmed uh, in this process and uh, get some questions answered. And uh, my guest today is David Taylor. He is president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Manufacturers Association. David, uh, welcome back to Brews and Views. Thanks very much, man. Well, uh, David, uh, when Governor Wolf uh, announced his shutdown of what he deemed non-essential businesses, uh, meaning that unless you were in the business of life-saving products or services, uh, you were going to uh, no longer operate uh, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, I'm sure that Governor Wolf consulted you know, businesses, manufacturers, and and uh, talked with them about how this uh, uh, would be promulgated and played out, right? Uh, uh, was your phone ringing from the governor's office? Uh, one would uh, expect that anybody making a decision that would affect so many stakeholders would, in fact, solicit input from those stakeholders or at least give them some warning. But no, that did not happen. Governor Wolf made his announcement from out of nowhere with uh, no input from the business community, from the people who would be affected, and that that's why his order was deeply flawed, deeply screwed up, and that all of these things could have been avoided if only he had asked the stakeholders how this would have played out in the real world. I mean, uh, he he shut down businesses according to industrial code, and I believe that he used the eeny, meeny, miny, mo method because he cut off businesses that he declared as being essential from their vendors, their supply chain, their distribution network. So even the things that he said were life essential have been hobbled by the the haphazard nature of his order. Now he has amended it a couple of times and then he put in place um, you know, the completely chaotic waiver program so that some businesses were able ultimately to get permission from uh, Harrisburg to operate. But uh, there's been no transparency. There's been no accounting for um, who got a waiver and who didn't and why. And and again, it should never have come to this. In, in 45 other states, that the federal guidelines under the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at Department of Homeland Security, that those guidelines um, are are being followed to say, look, here are the rules, here's what's essential, here's what the supply chain is. If you are on this list, you are good. 
Um, but instead, the Wolf administration has their own, you know, bespoke list. And if you're not on the Wolf handpicked list, then you go to the federal list. And if you're on that federal list, then they want you to apply for a waiver and for you to sit and wait for the waiver, which may never come. Oh, and by the way, they also shut down the waiver process. So we don't know how many businesses are trapped in limbo um, because they have no avenue uh, to appeal to to reactivate. Well, Governor Wolf has, you know, uh, uh, kind of uh, patted himself on the back as being the most transparent governor. Uh, yet he's not releasing how he's gone about the waiver uh, system, uh, w- what the criteria uh, was from the beginning. And we know the waiver system came about because of I think a, a clear recognition that he had utterly failed to think about supply chains and, and the disruption uh, that uh, this list uh, would, would uh, produce. Um, uh, why is it, that, or I guess what's his reasoning for not telling us how he made decisions and uh, why some waivers were granted uh, to a particular business in, uh, in an industry while someone doing the exact same thing in the same industry was denied uh, such waivers. Is he uh, explaining uh, this decision-making process and and allowing people to see uh, transparently um, his, uh, uh, you know, means of opening and closing businesses across Pennsylvania? No, the answer is no. The answer is no, and that he has shrugged off requests from the media, requests from legislators and legislative leaders, and that uh, you know, and this is part of the present moment that's that's so dangerous uh, to me, so deeply troubling, which is that the the emergency powers that are being exercised by the governor under the disaster declaration that you have people, um, you know, in the governor's front office who are just having way too much fun ordering the rest of us around and the micromanaging busybodies uh, in the governor's office uh, really have caused so much chaos and there's no way to hold them accountable. Now, Governor Wolf has vetoed the uh, the restart legislation that passed the House and the Senate that would have adopted the federal standards as being authoritative per, for Pennsylvania, and that it would have, for those businesses that can operate in a CDC compliant fashion, allow them to start back up again. Because Matt, you you raised the the the, the an excellent point. You you put it well when you said that the, it's not the only division to have life essential versus non-life essential, that it's also safe versus unsafe. There are things that may not be life essential, but if they can operate safely, why shouldn't they? And and conversely, that while going to the grocery store is life essential, it is also not safe. And so to have all of these businesses that could be operating safely, businesses that under the federal guidelines should be open, um, to have them close down is to essentially to suffocate those businesses. And, you know, even a healthy business only has at most two months of, of cash on hand of working capital. And so, you know, here we are getting dangerously close to that two month point. We are going to destroy a lot of small businesses that could otherwise have survived because they could operate safely, but that the, the, the politicians in Harrisburg wouldn't let them. 
Well, David, uh, first of all, uh, you know, I have to give credit to it's my members who have pointed out uh, the ability to operate safely, irrespective of whether the governor deems them essential or non-essential. And this is this is why I think it was such an egregious error on the part of the governor to not consult with any of the business associations in Harrisburg that represent tens uh, of thousands of businesses and hundreds of thousands of employees because they could have explained these things to him. But the fact that he decided to go it alone and now seems to be ceding uh, decision-making power uh, or subjecting Pennsylvania's uh, decisions to New York and New Jersey, uh, Delaware, Rhode Island, uh, you know, states that are certainly not any better governed than Pennsylvania. Um, I think it demonstrates uh, why this was a big error in him failing uh, to reach out to those who are employing lots of people and saying, you know what, these are essential jobs for the people who have them. Uh, those are uh, paychecks that are no longer helping to put food on people's tables uh, and to pay for their medical needs. Uh, yet Governor Wolf has done this, you know, lone wolf, go it alone approach. Now, David, one of the arguments, of course, as uh, it ended up being a, a uh, strictly partisan vote to uh, put Pennsylvania under uh, more consistent and transparent guidelines for what can be open and not open, uh, the, all the Democrats in the House and the Senate um, stuck to their rhetoric of, of you folks in the business community are about profits over people and you don't care that people are going to die. How do you answer that charge that uh, those who uh, think we need to keep things shut down and we shouldn't allow for businesses that can operate safely to, to open up today? Well, I mean, it's always difficult to respond to hysteria with reason. And I don't think that the people making those arguments really even believe it. I think that it's just, you know, demagoguery. Um, I, I, and I, I guess the, the most, um, you know, the most charitable uh, description I can give of that attitude is that they're just completely ignorant of how the real world works. That for many people, um, you know, who work for small businesses, actually small business is the largest employer uh, of Pennsylvanians, the, the greatest creator of new jobs. Uh, you know, for a small business owner, that, you know, that, that the enterprise itself is someone's life savings. Like this is the thing in which they have invested their their energy, their money, their years of toil and work. And for those businesses to be suffocated um, by government fiat with no recourse and just to have to watch for, to, to force people to watch their dreams die, to watch their retirements disappear, to watch their livelihoods be destroyed. I mean, I would remind those Democrats deploying that rhetoric that you can't get paid leave from a business that's gone under. And so to say that, oh, well, this is profits over people is just asinine in the extreme that small business is the backbone of Pennsylvania and to take people's life's work, their life savings, and to destroy it when those businesses could be saved or at least the lives of those businesses extended by being allowed to operate under, you know, more, you know, con constrained limits, but at least being allowed to operate 
it's just it's just it's unconscionable to me. Well, so David, uh, how long can we uh, uh, go on like this? Uh, is it like every day that goes by? Uh, the likelihood of a, of a business not being able to come out of this is that just increasing? Uh, and, and do you think that uh, we'll be able to get our economy back on track? We were humming along there quite well. Um, is this going to require a long recovery for for the manufacturers that have been um, you know harmed in this? Are they going to be able to you know ramp up? Uh, quickly or is this going to be a long-term uh, recovery because of uh, these actions? Well, I, I mean, I do believe that Pennsylvania is going to have a steeper climb coming back because the governor's order to close businesses was so broad. And then also combined with that, and please, Matt, don't don't misunderstand me, the, the, um, the Federal CARES Act adding $600 a week for unemployment benefits on top of state benefits. You know, it was important to be generous. It was important to take care of people um, so that they could ride out this this pandemic. And we don't know for how long. But the problem here is that because Governor Wolf closed so many businesses, which even he later on said, oh, okay, your business should be open. Those employees had already been given their pink slips. So there are going to be a lot of people who um, who just aren't going to be available for work because they they're going to understandably want to ride out the storm, um, you know, at home with their families with those benefits. So so Pennsylvania as a whole is going to be facing a critical workforce shortage. The, the workforce uh, situation had already been Pennsylvania's most dire economic limitation. And now that's going to be much, much more pronounced because of the governor's action. I mean, you look at the unemployment uh, um, sign-up numbers and that Pennsylvania is second only to California, which has three times our population. We, Governor Wolf has taken a bad situation and has made it worse by not allowing those people who could continue to work to go to the job. And so, and again, with your, with your smaller businesses, uh, with smaller workforces, the more people who are not able or willing to come back, the more you know, the 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 tighter the choke on that small business. And so, yes, I believe that we are going to see many businesses destroyed by this. And also, Matt, please remember, Pennsylvania has a dangerously low small business startup rate. I believe that we're 49th out of 50 or 51 in America, which means that because so few people looking at our competitive environment are willing to take that risk of their own capital, of their own savings, their own you know life work, um, this the, the destruction of these small businesses by the wolf shutdown is going to mean more empty storefronts on Main Street. It's going to mean more people needing taxpayer funded benefits and fewer people paying into the state treasury. And again, these are all avoidable failings that 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 Governor Wolf has brought on us through his unwillingness to discuss these things with the stakeholders. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it has become a binary either or choice of, uh, you know, either saving lives, uh, you know, or keeping businesses open uh, because uh, we can do both. Uh, we can do uh, both. We can, you know, said uh, we can flatten the curve without flattening our economy. Uh, there's no need for this. And it's been unfortunate that we have ceded power 
to doctors who we love and give great advice. Um, but uh, at some point, you have to balance all of these things. It, Matt, if I may, it's actually worse than that because the the constriction that Governor Wolf and his administration have put on our economy, I believe, has actually inhibited Pennsylvania's ability to respond to the pandemic. And in the early days, that was my first and main criticism, which was that by roiling uh, supply chains and distribution networks and cutting off manufacturers from their key suppliers and vendors, that you're actually manufacturers from being able to respond to the pandemic. And I'll just give you one example. Under the, the March 19 Wolf business closure order, one of the industries that he ordered closed across the board was textile manufacturing. And so now that you have apparel companies trying to retool to make uh, uh, masks and surgical gowns and, you know, linens for the new hospital beds that need to come online, that you have these, these, these sewing companies unable to get enough fabric. Like you can't make these things out of wishful thinking, you have to have the textiles, but you've just outlawed textile manufacturing, you know, that the governor outlawed and still shut down to this moment foundries. Well, foundries, I mean, not only are we talking about a a key supplier to finished uh, steel uh, manufacturers who have been deemed essential and are allowed to operate. So not only do those businesses not get their component parts, the foundry environment is one of very high heat and people wearing, um, you know, very thick, heavy protective gear, uh, blast shields over their faces and insulated gloves and aprons and, and heavy boots. Like this is a place where germs couldn't possibly be transmitted. And yet because of the governor's, you know, capricious order, all of that work is closed. So, uh, you know, the, the, the complete, ignorance of the interrelatedness of supply chains, distribution networks, key vendors, um, that this is actually thwarting Pennsylvania's ability to respond to the pandemic. You know, you're talking about machine shops that make parts that are used in ventilators, but that the machine shops were uh, were ordered closed. And so we have to go and bring pressure to try to get a specific waiver for that particular business when everything in that industry should be waived. Anything that is essential should be waived and anything that touches anything essential should be waived. And that's what the federal guidelines would have allowed for. And that is what Tom Wolf vetoed. Well, sadly, uh, the governor who touted his uh, business experience has clearly demonstrated that uh, he doesn't understand uh, the totality of how businesses operate across the board. And I think we've seen that in spades, unfortunately, and it's harmed a lot of people uh, that are trying to help in this pandemic. Well, uh, David Taylor, uh, president and CEO of of the Pennsylvania Manufacturers Association, I thank you for joining me here on Brews and Views, and I hope that the next time we join, we'll be able to have better things to talk about, and that uh, our economy and our health is uh, back up and running. Yes, sir, and I hope that we're actually uh, together and that we can raise a glass. Sounds good. Thank you, David. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Brews and Views, a production of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook at Commonwealth Partners and follow Matt Briette at M-A-T-T-B-R-O-U-I-L-L-E-T-T-E.